You know how recently they, a group of scientists have, have come out and said that monkeypox, the name, is racist? And now there's a push to change the name of monkeypox because it's racist? Well, I was having this conversation with a friend last week, and it seems to me the only racists in this situation are the people wanting to change the name monkeypox at all, because they're associating it with, with Africa and therefore African people. So the people calling for a change to the name that is monkeypox are saying because it's racist, because it has African connotations. But nobody else was making the connection between monkeypox and people. Most people go, 99% of people in fact, just hear that name and go, monkeypox. Ah, oh, came from monkeys. Who are the real racists here? The people that are saying we need to change the name because it's racist? Because, again, the only people making that connection are them. Just wanted to get that out of the way up front. Hello, welcome to Wednesday. And welcome to Arriving Somewhere with Matt J, the podcast. Commentary, comedy, conversation. How are you all going? Just a quick reminder to subscribe to this show and, and, and rate it. Leave a comment. Share, share away. And uh, follow me on, on social media, particularly Instagram, is where I'm most active. That's Arriving Somewhere with Matt J on the old Instagram. Okay, now, today... Leading on from the the whole monkeypox is racist name uh, in New Zealand, it is Matariki, which is a brand new public holiday that, that we have. It, it's Maori New Year, which is uh, essentially the the uh, Pleiades, I think is how you pronounce the name. Pleiades, Pleiades, Pleiades. Not sure. Don't don't judge me on that one. On the pronunciation is that appearing in the night sky it's the the start of Maori New Year and this is the first time New Zealand is celebrating it as a public holiday which is interesting because at the same time in America this this all the, the debate sort of happened about a year ago and at the same time in America they were arguing about Juneteenth which I which is now a public holiday in in the states as well so New Zealand and America did a very similar thing at the exact same time and where both countries are being run by the same types of people with the same types of political views isn't that interesting we're almost in lockstep with each other again hmm weird now of course these public holidays have become <laughs> have become political and about race and racism and for example in america juneteenth instead of just celebrating it as is the emancipation of the slaves it's become uh, a way to to point out america's transgressions of the past sins of the past instead of pointing to it recognizing it and also recognizing that america freed the slaves moved and and outlawed all of that evil and we, we can't point to that we have to continuously use it as a way to to bring down america and point out its sins and not any of the positives none of, none of the positives none of that and we can't also point out the fact that slavery was work doesn't this doesn't make it right doesn't justify it at, in any way shape or form slavery slavery was all around the world throughout history that's that's just a fact yet 
the only countries that get pointed to as evil for it again seem to be western nations america britain and the likes fascinating isn't it i'm currently reading or listening to douglas murray's new book the war the war on the west and i'm up to the chapter on slavery it's it's pretty fascinating stuff and i didn't actually realize that more slaves actually went to the arab states at the same time as they were going to america more slaves actually went to the arab states and uh, according to his book the reason why there is no descendants of slaves in the arab states is because they castrated them all which i had no idea i had no idea that is just that that that, that shocked me that really shocked me and I, i highly recommend the book it's very very interesting also brings up a story from new zealand from I think it was 2019 2020 something like that where uh, a, a guy from Samoa he was luring other Pacific Islanders to New Zealand to work on orchards and things but he was keeping them at his property uh, not paying them and torturing them abusing them and working essentially working them to death to, if I can use that phrase and that happened a couple of years ago in New Zealand and this guy has been sentenced from memory it's 11 years in prison but that's a modern example a very rare in the west but a modern example of slavery in a western nation in new zealand and yes it was a big deal while it was happening here but it also kind of wasn't and i think that's because he was doing it to his own people whereas if it was uh, a white man, a European, doing it to a, a min- minority, a multi person, or, or a Pacific Islander, then that would have that would have been huge, huge news. But because it's this other way around, that it it was news, it was big news. But people have just kind of moved on uh, over here about it. It's not really it didn't really become a big discussion. It was just that that moment in time. It was big news here. Anyway, I'm rambling. I'm rambling because I wanted to, what I want to talk about was the, the public holidays that that came in into existence at the same time, and uh, they've become about race and racism again. And my friend posted a, a a great response on Instagram about it. Now, she doesn't want me to name her, and fair enough, I won't do that, Stacey, because that's completely unfair on you. That's that's a joke. It's not actually her real name. It's just a little, little, little classic humour. Little classic humour. Hope you enjoyed that. So she posted a response to this post, which was on, I think from, no, no, it is Instagram. I was going to say Twitter, but it is Instagram. Uh, people, so people <laughs> have been complaining about Matariki because it's another expense on business owners. And this is her response. So the, so the original post was from somebody who I won't name either, but the the she wrote she or he can't tell for the racists out there claiming they'll be broke and out of business because of our new matariki holiday again matariki being maori new year uh, what do you always tell poor and homeless people quote just work harder and plan better stop moaning and just do better spend your money more wisely so that's become that's become a thing now it's the whole racist argument that you're racist if you are against another public holiday or complaining about another public holiday, I should, I should say, for lack of a better 
better term. And we're also getting now that people I've, I've seen come out and and say that um, you can't use matariki because it's Māori appropriation. So you, you, you can't have it both ways here. It's Do you want the holiday or not? Because before we didn't have the holiday, it was racist because you didn't have the holiday and you don't want to recognise Māori New Year. And now that you have the holiday, certain people aren't, can't celebrate the holiday or, or use it. Uh, say corporations or companies can't use it in their advertising because it's Māori appropriation. So yes, you can have the holiday, but only certain people can really celebrate the holiday. And you have to do it in the correct way. Otherwise, you're just appropriating culture. And if you're the wrong skin color, oh, oh boy, it's one of the worst things you can do. So this is now what, what you're getting. It's not about, it doesn't seem to be about the celebration of the day or a recognition of Maori culture. Again, people are using it as a political tool and just to, to accuse people of, of racism and try and tear down particular cultures. It's, I think Douglas Murray's title of his book, The War on the West, is absolutely perfect because that's exactly what we're seeing. So, my, fr- my friend, my friend, my friend Stacy, in quotes, is <laughs> her response to this about, uh, about the, the quote for the racists out there claiming they'll be broken out of business. Her response. Apparently now it's racist to be against yet another paid day off for all the staff. I see so many people telling the business owner that they're just shitty at running a business if it bothers them if they complain. Uh, as a business owner, let me break it down for you. It's not about Matariki. I'm actually very happy to celebrate Māori New Year. Let's take a moment to consider though what business owners have been through in the past few years. We've been forced to close our businesses while making a decision whether we still pay our staff. While being forced closed, we still have outgoing costs, but no income. Labour, which is Jacinda Ardern's party, Jacinda Ardern being the New Zealand socialist running the country, uh, Labour, ever the ever the delights they are, put minimum wage up. Again, it's, it's the second time that they've done it. When minimum wage is put up, a good employer then has to assess every other wage in the company because a good employer pays their staff what they're worth and when the gap between min wa- minimum wage and a good employee wage closes, trust me, the employees notice. Three years down, the scandemic path and businesses are being affected by sourcing and supply issues in a big way. We are also still dealing with ridiculous isolation rules. We currently have half of our staff um, off work isolating with a virus that's no worse than a bad cold for most. Now, hear what she's saying there, not what she's not saying. She said, for most. Don't get me wrong, I'm all for staff staying at home, resting and looking after themselves, but the only reason half of them have it all at once is because it won't it is because it hasn't been allowed to go through the nation naturally we could be done with this already but nope idiots are in charge so tell me again how we are racist and bad business owners because we'd rather not have to deal with a whole extra expense right now let's just sub out one of the obsolete public holidays as business owners we respect the medical choices and freedoms of our staff that means if they test positive and choose not to report themselves as another skewed statistic it comes out of our pocket to pay them special leave so they don't use up all their sick leave tell me again how we're bad employers and then please just make a mental note never to apply to come and work for us so i thought that was there was a brilliant brilliant response back to people essentially calling uh, particular businesses and others complaining about another public holiday another expense on businesses when they're being hammered over the last two or three years particularly small and medium businesses that i thought that was a a, a brilliant 
brilliant response. I, I do want to add that I, I think uh, talking about sub out one of the obsolete public holidays, what that might be, on what Labor weekend or Queen's birthday weekend, maybe not sure what you would consider obsolete, an obsolete holiday, maybe Labor weekend, I, I don't know. Um, Labor weekend sounds a little bit like a, I don't even know, I don't even know the origins of, of Labor weekend. I should probably look into that. Because off the top of my head, it sounds a little bit communist. <laughs> but everything sounds communist to me, doesn't it? Uh, but uh, talking about obsolete holidays, my and the war on the West, my it's it's my opinion that in in the future, the and the groundwork is being laid just by how it's being talked about, is that certain Christian holidays in in New Zealand and other Western nations will be targeted for for the scrap heap essentially so what 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 will they get rid of first what will they target will it, will it be easter or christmas uh, i doubt very much it'll be christmas for the for the time being although uh, in new zealand we see a lot more happy holidays and seasons greetings now instead of merry christmas because people want to be inclusive even though it's a christian holiday we have to be inclusive very very frustrating Point being, I thought that was a, a a great little response back. So good stuff, Stacey. Good stuff. And lastly for today, I just wanted to briefly mention, I posted this in my Insta stories, and it's the 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 batteries, the 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 world, the green movement, the push for the for the green movement that a lot of people have been been brainwashed by and 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 made to to be very fearful that climate change is going to kill us all within 10, 15 years, which they've been saying for a long time now. It's just the next generation is now saying it as well. And I posted this because I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about battery, battery power. And it was from an article by Bjorn Lomberg. The, is he Danish? I think he's Danish. Who wrote the book False Alarm about, about climate change. And it's just kind of going into reason and, and logic and statistics and, and where all this stuff comes from. Anyway, he had an article, uh, I think it was yesterday, and he said, the world currently has enough battery power to power every single country for 75 seconds. But by 2030, the world will have enough battery power to power the earth for 11 minutes. And that, <laughs> that really, I had no idea. Again, something else. You learn something new every day. But it did make me laugh because it's it's kind of a live by twenty thirty, which is the, I guess the time frame that that the progressives and the socialists think climate change is going to get us. Uh, eleven minutes by twenty thirty, so it'd be eleven minutes in heaven in twenty thirty. That's what the progressive left will get. They'll get eleven minutes in their utopia, eleven minutes in utopian heaven before society collapses. See, in my day, it was seven seven minutes in heaven. Seven minutes in heaven, you know, in the in the cupboard with the girl. Seven minutes, maybe you, you probably just awkwardly sit there most of the time, don't you? Seven minutes in heaven. And the left is going to get 11 minutes in utopian heaven when they run the world on batteries for 11 minutes. And I guess they, could, they, can, they can have that extra four minutes. The, they've earned it after all this time. They really have. They, they have earned it. And then it'll be over in 11 minutes. All that time, all that build up, all that tech, tech advancement. 
and of course this is this is just talking about the fact that they they ran an experiment in india was it greenpeace i think it might have been a greenpeace group but there was an experiment run in india this particular region and it uh they they turned on this sort of green power grid and it was wind and solar and batteries and within a couple of hours all the batteries were drained and people were protesting and there's not enough electricity and now that whole experiment is basically done and dusted quite literally dusted dust and, and things growing all over it apparently and they're going back to the traditional fossil fuels and it just didn't work so i just thought that was a little interesting little little statistic to end the show with uh the 70 currently has the world currently has enough battery power to power every country for 75 seconds and by 2030 will be 11 minutes so that's a bit of a reality check okay i think i'll leave it there for today hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast about racism and a little bit about batteries a couple of interesting topics to mix up there and i'll be back tomorrow with some more biting commentary and brilliant humor to to keep you entertained keep you entertained and to keep you on your toes and thinking this has been the arriving somewhere with matt j podcast almost forgot the name of my own show then <laughs> the arriving somewhere with matt j podcast please subscribe and, and rate and comment and share and i'll talk to you tomorrow